Welcome to the 11th episode of the Tech Educator Podcast, recorded today, Sunday, April 21st, 2013. Today's episode will be looking at a teacher's guide to Google Hangouts, and what better way to show how to use a Google Hangout than to record this podcast using Google Hangout and broadcasting live through YouTube. Um, you know, if you want to get your friends involved and have them watch the show as well, you're welcome to send them the link, techeducatorpodcast.com. Uh, we'll be streaming live to our website through that uh, link as well. Uh, this is the 11th episode of the Tech Educator Podcast, and it is hosted tonight by Sam Patterson, John Samuelson, and myself, Jeff Herb. Jeff Bradbury is on assignment in the pit orchestra, so he will not be joining us this week, but we will see him again next week. The Tech Educator Podcast is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics and educational technology. You can always visit our website at techeducatorpodcast.com for more information. But before we get started on all the great stuff that we're going to be talking about tonight, let's welcome a couple of people on the show. John Samuelson from Techlandia. How you doing tonight? I'm feeling pretty fine. You know, we, I just want to clarify, Jeff Bradbury is not in the pit orchestra, as in like the Pittsburgh orchestra. He's just in the pit at the orchestra. That's a good so point. So there we go. <laughs> Very well said. Thank you. Um, I'm okay. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It is nice to be here and uh, looking forward to talking about some Google Hangout stuff. I love the Google Hangout. You know that. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of slowly starting to take control, and I think we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, I mean, we I always used to record all of my uh, interviews using Skype, and I've kind of transitioned, but we'll talk about that. Uh, also on the show tonight, we have Sam Patterson from Patui. Woo-hoo. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing really well. Glad to be here. We just uh, have been putting together and have pretty much launched patui.org this weekend. So we've got a homepage for that, and it's live, so we're happy about that. Yeah, that's awesome. I took a look at it, and it seems like you have uh, made a little bit of change to your design, and it looks really good. Thanks. Yeah, so it's cool. We're looking forward to seeing that unfold as we go. Um, All right, so really the whole idea of tonight's show is um, based around Google Hangouts and how you can start using them with your students, without your students, you know, with, you know, professionally with other colleagues and people, you know, across the world that have similar interests as you just to kind of get more ideas and collaborate in a different way. As we go through the episode tonight, uh, feel free to interact with us on Twitter. We have a handle on Twitter at TechEdShow, T-E-C-H-E-D-S-H-O-W. And we also have a hashtag that you can always tweet to if you have a question or a comment. Uh, We'd love to answer your questions on the show as well. And that is found at hashtag TechEducator. So feel free to find us both of those places on Twitter and we can make sure that we get your questions answered as we go through. But first of all, let's define what a Google Hangout is. Uh, Does one of you want to jump in there and just kind of give an explanation as to what that means? Yeah, a Google Hangout is a shared video chat. And what makes it different than just being able to talk to one or two other people in a chat is that you have a lot of tools available to you in the chat that are common to the users and there's the ability to broadcast it out so you can have a conversation and share that conversation live or recorded with other people later on 
And we hope those features work, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they're you know. being kind of wonky today, but, um, and I think, you know, one of the things that I like um, that they've done for Google Hangout is the on-air feature where you can go ahead and it just uploads everything directly to YouTube. I think that makes it so smooth. And I think that's a feature that Skype doesn't have that the Google Hangout has. And uh, I think it makes it a more useful tool. That's absolutely true. And I mean, we were kind of talking about that last week when we knew Jeff Bradbury was not going to be here. He's usually running, you know, behind the scenes. It looks like he's just sitting there talking to everyone, but he's using Wirecast. He's jockeying screens back and forth. I mean, here obviously will look significantly better than tonight's show will because he actually has all that training and knows what he's doing. But at the same time, we were able to just, you know, sit in here together and throw this out on YouTube and kind of it will automatically mix our screens based on who's talking. And it makes it really easy to have kind of a Wirecast type look without having to drop not only $500 on Wirecast, but Ooh. also have to be able to. Yeah, uh, bam. Yeah, but also not have to know how to do that and be mixing it as you go. You can kind of focus more on your conversation too. So I absolutely agree that the on-air feature is really important, and it's why you're able to watch us live tonight without Jeff Bradbury here. <laughs> hey, we like to refer to Jeff Bradbury as the puppet master. Oh, I like that. He's like the, he's like the Wizard of Oz, actually, pulling the strings <laughs> from behind the scene. From behind the curtain. That's yeah. Good. That's good. Hey, I, by the way, I did watch um, – I, I know that you were at um, – you were probably stuck in the floods, Jeff, but I did watch – when uh, Jeff talked about podcasting on his show on Thursday night, mm. and it was pretty good. He said he kept chatting with me, though, and he kept saying, I'm used to asking the questions. I'm not used to being the one being asked. I said, now you know how we feel. So yeah, I, I, I just jabbed him real quick. I said, that's how we feel all the time, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. But that was a good show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up on it. I haven't actually watched or listened to it yet. It's, it was a video show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they made a Google Doc, and they gave everybody a budget of $500 for what they would start if they wanted to start podcasting. It was pretty cool. It was, it yeah. was interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to that. I think it'll be pretty good. Cool. Well, before we get into more of the content, let's do a quick shout-out to Rochelle Wooten. She's watching us live oh, right now. Awesome. She is awesome. Always a big supporter for what we're doing on the show here and also shares a lot of great information. So definitely check her out on Twitter. Her handle is at R-W-O-O-T-E-N-I-T-S. Definitely give her a shout out on Twitter as well. Um, all right, let's keep moving on. Let's keep talking about what we're doing with these Google Hangouts. Why do you think that Google Hangouts are great for educators? John, let's turn it over to you. Well, I think um, I guess I'll just use an example of, of what we tried to do this week on our um, I, I, I had started up with the whole idea that I had been to ed camps and um, that I thought that they were a really good use. And I'm going to go to ed camp Waller here on Saturday. And so it's going to be fun. But what I, what I did was um, we made a call out on Twitter and we actually just took a half hour and I found three educators that were on t on Twitter. I said, hey, why don't you come join me in a hangout real quick? Why don't you come join me? me in a hangout real quick? <laughs> I'm desperate for attention. Please, hang out with me. And so um, 
we did it and we actually uploaded it as a podcast then and we t- ended up just talking about ed camps and it was really good just to talk to you know you have a person in dallas a person in atlanta a person over uh in the suburb of houston and a person in austin texas all just getting ready and just kind of talking tech and it, it gives you those opportunities i think to rise and i also met a person in atlanta from Nebraska named Brent Catlett, and he is um, bcatlett1, I think, on Twitter. But he started this really cool just Google Plus thing called the Edu Hangout, and I'm going to go over real quick and see if I can find it. I I guess I could have done it. It's the G Plus Edu Hangout where he's trying to get people to start just connecting as teachers, classes, and all these different things, and it's eduhangout.org is the website. And it looks really good. And he's got about 300 people signed up. So it's gaining some steam and some momentum. And just talking about how educators can connect just this way. And it's good to talk on Twitter, but it's also good to see people and just kind of have conversations live, I think, is the the benefit for it. So I I really am enjoying the Google Hangouts. Yeah, I really like it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. Jump right on that and say that, that it was a good week for Google Hangouts in the world of, you know, the work that we do because I had a Patui chat on Tuesday night was focused on responding to student writing. And we ended up with some really great people in the Hangout with us, uh, a couple of whom I'd never talked to before. Uh, Megan Ellis and Tara Woodall were re- new connections for me, but they were having a really great conversation with uh, David and I think it's Ryan. Um in the Cal Ed chat group. And I basically hijacked that and said, Hey, do you guys want to have a uh, patui on responding to student writing? And I did a Google hangout for that. And it was a, just an amazing conversation. And we were actually able to have that Google hangout at the same time. That's very nice. <laughs> at the same time we were, um, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, no. There we go. We, we were able to have that Google Hangout at the same time as the Twitter chat, mainly because I'd programmed the questions for the Twitter chat into TweetDeck ahead of time, so they were going out in a timed fashion, and we were having the Google Hangout, and I was keeping an eye on the Tweet Chat window at the same time we were doing the Google Hangout. That's a really smart way to manage your chat, too. I hadn't really thought about the idea you could just schedule your questions and then just kind of sit back and make sure you're responding to everyone and not have to worry about your time frame, too. It, it was. Uh, it took me a long time to figure that out. I didn't. I didn't figure it out at all. Right, uh, Darren. Darren Jolly, who's Doctor Jolly on Twitter, who is a major force in the standard-based grading chat (SBG chat) on Wednesdays. Um, he uh, had invited me to do some work with standards-based grading chat, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just going to program all these into TweetDeck now." And he wrote out the times that they were going to be at, and I was just like. Oh, I have to find out more about that. So actually, it's made things a lot easier for me since I run a one-man chat. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, I was trying to get co-moderators in every week. And, yeah, I wasn't always getting that done before Monday. And, you know, sometimes you can find great people on Tuesday afternoon to co-moderate the chat on Tuesday afternoon. But, you know, sometimes, yes, that guy right there. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, more difficult. So being able to kind of automate some of that moderation, especially when it's ahead of time, is great. Although I really love having people to collaborate with the questions on anyway. Sure. Well, and another great use of this past week, I think it was this week, maybe it was two weeks ago already, um, Flipchat was talking or used Google Hangouts for their, Epic. Um, Epic. Oh, it was awesome. It was so good. Yeah, so Flipchat was, had their normal weekly uh, Twitter chat, and then 
And after 15 minutes, they did their breakout sessions into content areas on Google Hangouts. And you were able to sign up in advance to get a spot in their Google Hangout. So you started everyone together, kind of got an idea of what you were going to do in your Hangout. And then you broke off into groups and talked about flipping your classroom with people in your content area. So um, John Stevens invited me into the math one, even though I have no business being in a math flipped class uh, <laughs> chat. I was even like, the math one. I was in ELA. Yeah, well, that was smart. I should have been in that one. Um, but, you know, the other people in the chat were able to talk about, you know, conventions and how it worked with math. But I was also a great resource to see how it would work with the technology side. So we kind of were able to have a really good conversation based on uh, people that knew the pedagogical approaches to what they wanted the kids to learn. And I was able to help kind of supplement with here's the technology in which you can do it. Have you thought about doing it this way? This is how we've done it in our building. And we had a fantastic chat for, you know, that 45 minutes. Um, and we got to meet a couple of new people that were on the chat with us. And it was a really great time. So it was a great way to use uh, the Google Hangout model um, within a Twitter chat too. You know, partial Twitter chat, partial Google Hangout. So that was pretty cool. It's like blended learning chat right there. Yeah, really. I mean, it was it was really cool. Um, what are some uses either in or outside of the classroom besides what we've kind of talked about with the Twitter chats that you guys have seen Google Hangouts being used for? Um, we had a couple teachers in our school district this week use it with kindergarten, actually, and they were um, a couple of our ed techs. We had Debbie Smith and Mariana Hussein, and they um, got together and they went ahead and they connected a kindergarten class from, you know, just based off of a blog they'd read, a blog post they'd read from Matt B. Gomez, and they played tic-tac-toe, and they kind of talked strategy Google Hangout style, so they were going through and it was kind of cool, and they they wrote a bunch. Of, they wrote some blog posts about it, but it was just kind of a a way to get your feet wet with uh, Google Hangout. Then, and the the reason they did that was if you can do it with kindergarten, you can pretty much do it with anybody. Is right. is the way to go? And they said the kindergartners had a lot of fun, and I saw some of the video, and it was really cool. And they just kind of talked strategy of just tic tac toe, just something simple like that. And oh. I thought that that was really interesting. That just happened on Thursday, I think, this last week. Very cool. Sam, what have you been seeing Google Hangouts use more, you know, in or outside the classroom, but more relevant to the curriculum? You know, that's something that I want to learn more about. I know that there's been some work on Google's end about having specific Google Hangout for education, mm -hmm. um, but I haven't looked too closely at that or seen how Google Hangouts interacts with the whole uh, Google Apps for Education world. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that as we get more and more situations where, um, where we have like one-to-one -one pro, if I had a one-to-one -one program here, I'd probably know more about that because if all the kids had devices, then it would be really useful, you know, to do something with that. I mean, you know, I like using every tool that's available. So I'm certainly interested in how this could work. Although, you know, when I first play it through in my head and I think of the idea of having, you know, 25 kids in a room all talking at screens to each other, it doesn't sound like it's probably the best way to do it. But, you know, this week I've got my, my ninth grade students have been responding to student essays uh, from students in New Jersey, uh, uh, Kate Baker's class. 
-hmm. has been working on getting their Odyssey essays responded to by my students. And it seems like that would be an amazing time, uh, way to do like writing conferences is if we both had class at the same time, we don't California, New Jersey, hard to get those schedules to work together and throw <laughs> in a school schedule on top of it. Um, but you know, we've been looking for that time because we want to put our kids face to face, right? They're, they're interacting over these documents and they're, they're sharing the writing with each other, but we really want them, want to put them face to face and Google Hangout allows you to do that in a way that's really hard to approximate otherwise. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion there too, of a way to use it, you know, that kind of stems from the curriculum. But I mean, I really do still see that as something that's happening outside of the class, because you're right. I mean, you don't want 25 kids in the classroom talking to each other through Google Hangouts. There's absolutely no reason to do that. They could just turn to each other and talk. Um, but, you know, I've seen used as more of like a supplemental tool in our building so far where kids you know the teachers have been teaching the kids how to use google hangouts and then the kids are going home and using it with their study groups or creating study groups to be able to go over content before an exam or they're practicing speeches and presentations with each other uh, they can get you know five or six friends in the hangout and then they can each take turn giving their speech they can you know critique each other on inflection and be able to see uh you know, facial expressions as well, because that's not something you can really judge yourself on because you are either way too critical or not critical enough on what you do when you're giving your own speech. Um, and then also, you know, we'll talk about it in a little bit when we get into the features of a Google Hangout, but they're able to collaborate on documents together too with the use of the Google Drive. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but I see a lot of uses for it not necessarily inside the classroom, except for what Sam was talking about. I mean, I'm sure as thing, as this develops, it will grow. Um, but it's, you know, it's so far just as a tool for students to kind of connect with each other outside the classroom, it's been really positive. So that said, uh, let's keep on going. I'd like to talk a little bit about the getting started process, um, what you need to be able to get going with Google Hangouts, uh, and some of the features that are included within it. Um, either John or Sam, do you want to talk about the things to know before you get started? <laughs> okay. Well, first thing you need, and the, you know what, I was going to ask you this because I know that J uh, Jeff is the master of, of knowing things. I might have to ask, ask you something a little bit later about okay. my U my YouTube account, which has now switched its name, and I'm like, I can't log into my YouTube anymore. It's what? it's it's weird. But uh, the first thing you need is, I think that what they're doing is they're connecting your YouTube to your Google Plus. Mm -hmm. so the first thing you need is your Google Plus account. And um, that's where you go ahead and you get it started. You can make your profile. And I think that Google Plus really is, I'm not utilizing it as much as I would like to, but I can see that it's it's kind of gaining some steam with educators too. So that's I think that it's um I think it's really a good thing to do is use the Google Plus. I like that one. Sam's batting his uh, Sam's beating his head over I, there. I I spent I don't know an hour yesterday trying to catch up on Google Plus, mm -hmm. you know, by going backwards through the network to find like the California to find somebody who had a list of California EdChat people, or I went to the California EdChat community page and I added. The community pages make me mad. I gotta say, right? Like I'm setting up all of these different circles, and there's a community page, meh. Right. But um, and I haven't figured out. It seems like sometimes I can find circles that I can copy, and other times I can't. And I I like that feature of Google Plus a lot, where I can take someone's whole sharing community and go, yeah, give me that. So I've got a, 
you know, professional. Oh, I didn't know you'd do that. That's oh, cool. I've got a professional educator circle on my Google Plus thing that has over eleven thousand people in it, right? Right. Um, so it's nice to be able to have kind of a huge window that you can blow out like that, but also kind of hone in smaller circles. But I'm still at the point where I'm building that and waiting for its efficacy to be proven to me. You know, so I end up a little bit err about the time I put in catching up because I don't still see necessarily that it's useful. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I'm, I guess maybe my problem is I'm just so used to Twitter mm -hmm. on some of the things. I'm a little reluctant to go over to Google+, Plus, but I do like the circle feature. And I didn't know you could copy a whole circle and just yank, yank a circle over to and and get bring it into your own feed that would be kind of cool i haven't i have not looked at it as much but that's one of the one of the things you need to start your google hangouts is you definitely need your google account and um i think that that's the first place you start and then you go ahead and i mean once you get a few people in your circles i mean don't you jeff don't you have to have people in your circles first before you just start randomly hanging out with people right you just can't be like "Ooh, spin the wheel that's called <laughs> <laughs> that's called something else i think <laughs> i mean surprisingly i don't think they have to be in your circle to invite them to hang out you can't obviously like force them into your hangout right. but... in my experience if they're not in your circle it sends them an email correct mm. right. like so you have to at least have their email if, address if have their email address or have connected with them over google chat because right. if you're connected with them over Google Chat, it'll allow you to do it also, even if they're not in your circles. Okay. Yeah. So once you've got that, once you've got that started, I mean, it's pretty easy. Once you once I I always just go to my Google Plus page, and right there in my profile is the big orange button on the top right. It says start a hangout, and then once you hit start a hangout, you can have the option to go ahead and add in those people. Usually, I have a nice list of people from my circles with their picture. I can see that Jeff Herb and Sam Patterson are on there. Then I can just click on their picture. It auto populates, and then really the big decision that you have, and it's kind of a harder button to to find is do you want this to upload to youtube do you want to save the conversation because then you would go into the middle and click your on air and click the on air button and it'll, it'll give you a little warning and say this is going to be broadcast and blah 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 or you can just not hit that and you can just hang out like a regular old skype call then but i think that's the big that's the big issue is once you hit the button and it's it's kind of a little it's a, it's a smaller button, but it right in the middle of the thing, it'll say, do you want to hang out on air? And then you say, okay, got it. Thanks. Right. And then, it'll, and then when, once, uh, like once, uh, Jeff, Sam and I came into this conversation, it just says, warning, this is going to be hung out on air. Do you understand the terms? And you say, yes. And then it lets you write in just like a regular old hangout. And it's pretty simple, I think. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's pretty simple. And I mean, going back to your little critique about, Google Plus, both of you. I think really the only time I use Google Plus is to get into a Google Hangout lately. That's hands down for me the best feature right. about Google Plus. Right. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kind of form it takes and how people end up using it as it matures a little bit. But John, I'm like you. I I got started on Twitter and I don't anticipate dropping. You know, my if I if I have time to spend, I'm going to spend it on Twitter. Right. You know, that's kind of I, I, am. And, I agree. <laughs> well, that, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> right. That's that, that carries a lot of weight that that endorsement right there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I do. I look on it and I get the, I get the Google plus um, notifications, but mm -hmm. it, it's a little, it's, 
I don't know. It's hard for me because I've got so much invested in Twitter. Do I spend some time going over to Google, Google Plus? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I can see it happening maybe in the future, but for right now, I'm just going to stick with what I know. Yeah, I'm with you. We had a couple comments from um, our hashtag on Twitter. Lori Roberts mentioned that, you know, this was kind of going back to what Sam had mentioned. Uh, she got one of her former coworkers to use Google Hangouts to counsel them on writing, uh, counsel on writing with her online students with documents. I think I butchered the heck out of that tweet. Sorry. <laughs> um, let me try that one more time. I got one of my former coworkers to use Google Hangouts to counsel on writing with her online students with documents. So that's a really great use. And I think it's awesome to be able to bring in all of these other people as well, people that aren't necessarily in education to, you know, instruct and to give feedback to the kids that will maybe end up going into that field or have a specialist come in to talk about what you're talking about in the classroom uh, is a wonderful way to use Google Hangouts as well. So thanks a lot, Lori, for letting us know about that. Um, Rochelle also talked about how they're using oh. Google Hangouts to record them. And and that's going along with the on air that you were talking about, John. And then they've been they've been posting those recordings to Edmodo, so that's really cool too. That's a really good use of that LMS to be able to you know capture something and then have it accessible to the students for later viewing. So, good suggestion there, Rochelle. Thanks for um, sharing. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Laura, say hi. I'm gonna say hi to Lori. Yeah, Lori's, Lori's Lori's a good person. John, what's Lori's handle on Twitter? If we want to, hers find is uh, EdTech Lori L O R I, and uh, she's a good person to follow on Twitter if you need to. Uh, at Arnie Duncan, not a good person to follow on Twitter, but hey, I hey, do hey, I, hey. I do keep him hey. there just to just to rile me up every once in a while. You can't have. I was just you in want to know Atlanta. the scores on the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do actually. What's the score? Uh, what's the score, Mister Duncan? The Bulls lost. We know that much. <laughs> the Bulls lost, and so did the American students. <laughs> yes, as my as my Texas students are uh, just revved up and ready to go for their standardized testing this week, I want to thank you, uh, Duncan, for that. We appreciate it. You know, I do anything I can to help those testing corporations. <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I, not to go off topic here, but I, of course I have to really quickly. Did you see the one about product placement in the standardized test? Did you see that article? No. We talked about Techlandia. Oh, it was it was in this, and so uh, they're they're trying to deny it now. But there was a question about Legos, and there was a question about um, mug root beer, and they looked at one of the teachers looked at it, and of course you're not supposed to talk about the test, but they said they they just couldn't. It had nothing at all to do with like the question. But there's product placement now in our standardized testing. That's too bad. Huh? I mean, if the money was going to pay, maybe that's how Arnie can give the teachers a raise. Then, if if he can give the <laughs> teachers a raise from it, then I'm all for it. Hey, there you go, right? Yeah, there we go. There, there could be a silver lining there. But of course, it doesn't. It just goes to Pearson, maybe. So we'll have to see. <laughs> but anyway, well, so um, we'll get back to Google Hangouts. Though. So I, I do think that the once you get in the Google Hangouts, I mean, the on-air feature is terrific. We, we did one, we had one thing that we, we had a teacher come to our school and she was giving a session. I had no storage left on my camera to store the video. They really wanted me to make a video. So I just put my uh, MacBook right in front of her, turned on a Google Hangout on air and just let her and put it right in front of her and just kind of moved it. And that's how we nice. made the video for her. And it, I mean, saved me a lot of storage on that one, I have to say. It's a, it's a lifesaver. 
Yeah, that's really well, cool. Well, I'll get that far. And, you know, it's one of the things I really love that's happening with a number of different formats and tools is the Google Hangout on Air. It gives you an embed code right at the beginning mm -hmm. that you can easily put place onto your web page. And then it automatically replaces that live broadcast with the process video afterwards. Oh, cool. So, yeah, one of, one of the most difficult things, I think, for teachers in video is this idea that I have to know something about, like, encoding video. And I have to, like, watch my machine do it for three hours afterwards or something. But this right. is literally, you just start it, you stop it, it's done, you go. Um, and the most, you know, if you can, if you can copy an embed code into a blog post, you have all of the technical know-how you need to make a Google Hangout on air work. And yeah. if you don't know how to do that, we can show you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to say how easy it was, there is a link, like Sam said, I copied, I pasted it into the Tech Educator Podcast website, had it up there. It's in the sidebar. If some of you found it that way, that's great but literally 30 seconds worth of work getting that stream onto that website. Um, Jeff, do you want to screen share that real quick? Because that, you know, that link's still at the top of your screen, isn't it? Yeah, I was, I was going to, but I can't screen share right now. Can you guys check and see here, if you have the ability here, to? Here, watch this. I was, I was going to do one here. I'll do this really quickly for oh, you. Oh, great. Okay, so. Maybe it's because I'm gonna, the I was owner. just going to show. Okay, so here, I'm going to show mine really quickly. So here's what happens with my YouTube channel, basically. And this is the podcast that we did last night. So you can see that it's 51 minutes long. But that's all we do is we just do a Google Hangout on air. And then I just title it whatever I want to. And then, bam, there it is. And that's all you need to do. You get you get the whole th the whole video right there that from when you decided to start it from and then when you decided to stop it and it's really handy for me because then um you can see that here's the one we did the random one where i called out to twitter on google hangout i called that one crazy because i thought i was kind of crazy but here's all of our podcasts right here and then really all i have to do is for some of them i leave them public but i mean really i just go and if i don't want anybody else to see them i can just go unlisted like that save the changes and then you've got it unlisted the, then and you've, I've just kind of got all of our podcasts in there just ready to, you know, documented. And then for me, it's as simple as going like this. If I want to make it into a podcast, I just go to my video and pick sites and then I go listen to YouTube. And so then all I do is I go take the, I'm sorry, I messed that one up, but here, so let me, if I want to go like this, I just, I just copy like this and go edit, copy. Sorry, I don't want to hear myself talk. <laughs> and then I go right into you know where all of my stuff is, and it's as simple as going like this, and then pasting. And right there, if you hit go, it's going to start to go, and it's going to go ahead and give you the audio for that one. And I think that that's really cool. And that's how we make. That's how I started all the podcasts for. Uh, that's how that's how simple it was. So if I've got my friend in Oregon, uh, Ted Rossisi, Allison Anderson, we just said this is a real this is a real simple way to do this, and she's she said okay, that's that's the way we'll go, and it's it's not really failed for us. The the audio quality is not the best, but it's good enough. And that's, like you said, we didn't have to spend five hundred dollars; it was all free. Right, and I mean, it's really to be honest, I've had really good success with quality audio through Google Hangout. And, you know, I think it's sometimes I feel like I'm talking to the person sitting next to me on a Google Hangout. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not concerned at all about how it sounds. I think it sounds great. Um, I don't know, Sam, are you able to do a screen share too? Do you wanna start taking us through maybe some of the functionality of the actual Google Hangout? Sure, we'll see, we'll see what this does for us. So um, in the Google Hangout, we've got a couple main areas. There's the uh, apps area here. You can expand that and it'll show you that this is chat. And if I click chat, you can see <laughs> that this is you know where we were talking. Um, there's a screen share, which I'm using right now. And I think if I click that, we're going to open a vortex. <laughs> um, there's capture, which allows you to take pictures of the hangout. I haven't found a good use for that, but it's a great way to distract people in the hangout. It's uh, more of a silly tool than a real tool. If I have to look at it from a teacher standpoint, the hangout toolbox is really the, the powerhouse of this because that contains the lower third like right there, you know, where it says your name on the colored bar underneath it, that's, that contains that. Um, you've got some sound control. So if you have difference in audio levels of the people in the Hangout, you can adjust them here if it's your Hangout, if you own it. Um, there's the really important faces here, which we can talk about a little bit later. And you can even take any face you want on the internet and Put it over here. That's how I was Arnie Duncan earlier. I found a link to an Arnie Duncan face and just pasted it in there. <laughs> I was pretty impressed with that. I couldn't believe how quickly that worked. Um, <laughs> I want to talk, since I'm here, I want to talk a little bit about the lower third because it's one. It's a great first thing to know about a Google Hangout. Other than actually, first thing to know is wear a set of headphones because that keeps you from echoing and that keeps everybody from hating you. Um, <laughs> But in the lower third controls, you've got, you, you know, you start with it off and this is all editable and you can put in your name and your Twitter handle or, you know, the Tech Ed tech Show. What are we? Tech Educator? <laughs> tech Ed Show is our hat and is our tech. at and our hashtags Tech Educator. Oh. See, it's important that we get those so they're easy to remember. <laughs> um... And my audio might have been a little clippy right there because they have uh, a new tool on Google Hangouts that turns off the sound when you're typing, which is great sometimes, unless you're like one of those people who talks and types at the same time. So I've set that up. I've got my name. I've got what's going to be underneath my name. I've got the color selected here. Um, you can browse. No, and you can, well, I don't know what that does. Do I, can I put a graphic in there? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay. you, what you what you do is that will put a pic, like a little square picture right on that little uh, left side of your name, basically. Hmm. I can do that real quick for you here. Let me see. I'll go. I'll go to mine. Okay. Oh, so I can keep going, that. and I'll choose my file. Let's see. Okay. And um, so you know you can do that. You can change your color here to whatever color you want it to be. Uh, we'll go some sort of orangey kind of thing here. There we go. Um, and then you turn it on. Um, and then I can go off of screen share and you can go back and see, hey, there's my Patui duck. Cool. cool. It actually worked. That's really cool. Um, that's, that's, wait, wait a minute. That's really cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that allows you to um, put that in there. And the lower third just gives you, you know, some way of saying, this is who I am, which is really important because later on someone 
might be watching this from any number of links, right? It's on YouTube now. It's going to have a description. It's going to be findable. So you want to make sure that if somebody needs to follow up with you afterwards and say, hey, I really have a question about that thing you said on the Hangout, they can um, because we can't all be in the room at the same time for the conversation, but that doesn't mean we have to miss out. Um, looking at some of the other apps that are available, there's Google Drive, which allows you to share and access files. And I think uh, either Jeff or John is going to talk about that in a little more detail in a minute here. There's a lower third app here that's outside. It's the older lower third app. Um, the newer one is here inside of the toolbox. And then there's Google Effects, which I don't know if it'll actually launch or not. It crashed on me earlier. Yeah, this you know, isn't looking hopeful. You know, I think they've just updated something because I'm getting these up like alerts that it says up, update your plugin for Google Hangouts. Like it keeps uh, streaming across the top. So I think the plugin was just updated probably right as we started the show because okay, things so, were acting weird. So I think that's but, what it is. Yeah, under, under Google Effects, the, the faces over here I think are kind of new. And under Google Effects, there's, you know, silly hats and mustaches and the Mr. Technology sound. Um, which, you Mr. Know, I don't have it up because I'm not Mr. Technology. Yeah. Um, and there's even a link to YouTube. And what's nice about that is you can actually uh, preload a YouTube playlist and people in the Hangout can add to that YouTube playlist. Um, so I could imagine how that could be really useful, especially if you were using the Google Hangout to kind of structure an instructional talk or something like that. You could mm -hmm. do the setup. You could all watch the video together and then discuss it. So that's yeah, some I, of the basic uh, functionality of it. And as we kind of try and plug ideas on how to use this into our kind of tutorial, I just thought of a way to use that playlist feature. I mean, so many times we have kids that are absent from a day of class or something and you've shown videos in class that you want them to catch up with. So if you're able to say like, hey, it's 7 p.m., get in this Google Hangout and just let the playlist run of the couple of videos you may have shown in class that day, that might be a good way for kids to be able to catch up from the day that they missed or something too, and not say, oh, I couldn't find the link or it didn't work or whatever. You know, you know that you're kind of feeding it to them directly. So that's kind of a good use for that. Cool. Well, uh, let's see. I was going to talk about um, Google Drive a little bit and how you can use it within a Hangout. I'm not sure if we actually go into the Google Drive, will people see what we're looking at? Do you guys know how that works? If, if you're, you're screen online? sharing, they should. Do you want me to screen share some Google Drive while you talk then, Jeff? Yeah, why don't you screen share it okay, here. because I can't. Let me go ahead and run it. Let me put it in because I, had, uh, I was having a hard time with the drive, but let, let's go ahead. I'll you know what? Well, that's even better. We'll screen share it, and then I'll show. I'll show us. Okay, so here we go. Can you see now? So you're in the hangout there, right? I'm in the hangout there. Okay, so let me let me widen my screen here. Okay, so there we go. Okay, go ahead and talk, and I'll try and show you some. Cool. Okay, so what Google you're seeing Docs. right now on the screen is the Google Drive within the Google Hangout. And as you can see on the left-hand side of the toolbar, uh, Google Drive is one of the options. When you click on it, it will load up your Google Drive with all of the documents that you have within that drive. And when you click on one, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I think it's automatically shared with the people that are in your Google Hangout so they have the ability to look at it and edit it too, I believe. Is that correct? 
Yes. Um, you, can got, edit, you, you can edit straight in, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Like I can do now. I know the owner can. Do you know about the people that are on it? Yeah, because I don't believe I own this document right here. This one is, this is uh, the notes from last week. And so I see I just erased. Now Jeff Bradbury is spinning. Oh, you're but, typing, uh, so we can't. Look, yeah, I can sit there and erase <laughs> stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I typing? You yeah. typed, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I don't know. So, but, I mean, go, going back to the idea of the usefulness of this, I mean, you can get a group of, you know, as many people as you want into this. I guess it's a, what's the cap on a Google Hangout now, guys? Ten. Ten. So you can get up to 10 people into your Hangout, throw up a communal Google Drive document, and be able to edit it in real time with each other. So the amount of uses for this, I think, especially in like an English language arts class, is huge to be able to say, all right, let's work on this paper, let's, you know, iron it out. Even if people are taking different segments together, they can, you know, throw it together, make sure it's seamless in between the transitions. Um, and well, do it all sitting there with each other, not just bring it all in and then staple it together and be like, here we go, we're done with our group paper, uh, and have it just be a train wreck of transition. What about uh, like a department meeting? I mean, absolutely. You could, yeah, because there was a question that just came in from EdTech Lori asking if any of us have used Google Hangout for professional development. Rochelle responded that they're using it for their, um, the teachers in their Apple Academy. And I mean, I think that sounds like a great opportunity, especially like if it's a subset of teachers or something like that, you may have difficulty finding time, you know, and space within the school day where you can all be in the same place. But this allows you to, you know, have a conversation, share it if needs be, and also, you know, have it to come back to. Right. Well, and that's what's so awesome about this as well i mean you were seeing what john was doing as we were talking i mean he's going through he's making edits you have all the full editing capability as you do when you're working in google drive normally and you can create tables you can do all that kind of stuff and so i think you're absolutely right and i think rochelle's right or did edtech Lori is that who you said what brought it up has anyone been using it um yeah Lori asked the question rochelle responded when are we having rochelle on the show yeah, bring her in. Rochelle, um, <laughs> what are you doing next week? Yeah, join us next week, Rochelle. Um, but I think it's really a, really a cool tool that they've implemented because not only do we like Google Drive as it is, but to be able to add an extra layer of collaboration to that Drive functionality using the Google Hangouts, I think is what sells it even more. So one of my favorite features about Google Hangouts besides the Hangout itself is the functionality involved with Google Drive too. So definitely something to point out, thought it was worth bringing up. Let's see, what else do we have on our list of things to make sure we highlight, guys? Well, I was gonna say one of the things, and we did find this out just yesterday, the, um, when Sam was talking about the Hangout Toolbox, it did used to have sound effects, but they have taken those sound effects out. And we were, we were just saying on Techlandia 19 that how it, the effects in the Google toolbox weren't work. They don't really work right away after you press the button. There's kind of a delay, and so that's why we use Google Effects. And all of a sudden, this week they took they took the sound effects straight out, and there were about thirty sound effects in there. That'll uh, teach you to complain. I know. I hope they put I hope they put them back in. I mean, if they fixed them, I would use the Hangout toolbox all the time for the sound effects. But um, otherwise, we're going to have to use Boss Jock. 
<laughs> That's right. We'll have to put them in, or I'll just have to hold up my cell phone to the microphone then and use them that way. But right. I did. So I'm hoping that they bring that back in. That would be a nice feature to bring back in. But right, I think that's basically how we use them, Jeff. Jeff, we use those are the only ones I use. Hangout yeah. Toolbox, Google Effects, Lower Third, and Google Drive. Those are your main ones, and the Screen Share. And Screen Obviously, Share, we did a nice great. job demonstrating by actually using it. Um, right. It's as simple as literally clicking screen share it'll show you a list of open windows on your computer um, and then clicking one of them will enable that screen to be shared with everyone else in the hangout uh, it's we can't really show you because the screen share doesn't happen until you click on the uh, window itself that you want to share with people no uh, I can't share my screen share 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 <laughs> oh Sam wouldn't be a show without you <laughs> Um, I, but, I don't know if you can turn that option off, but as a teacher, I sure hope so. Yeah, right. You provide limited. That's actually an interesting point. I wonder if they will, will let the um, creator of the Hangout start limiting what apps can be used within the Hangout. I don't right, know. I, mean, I, I can imagine if we were using this in my class, I would have to oh. be willing to give up several times of this before those wore off enough novelty <laughs> that the students were actually engaging in you know oh, like oh five points off for rage face <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what about troll face <laughs> 10 <laughs> points off for rage face <laughs> <laughs> oh. some sort of point value to the faces i like that yeah how much off for arnie duncan face yeah no, that's, I, I'm, that's actually yeah <laughs> that gets extra credit. Oh my gosh! Wait, I just got a text from Jeff Bradbury. He is now climbing out of the pit to try and come and save the show. <laughs> oh my goodness! What are these guys doing? Oh no! Thank um, goodness. Has anyone, has anyone added extra apps? It says view more apps. Have Have you done that before? What's yes, available? I mean, that, I, all right. So the ones the ones that I have. Bing pong. Okay, and we. Scoot and Doodle is one that's kind of cool. Do you want me to show you that one? That was one we went over on Techlandia. Here, let me let me. Uh, it is downloading everything right now. Let me screen share with you real quick. Okay, so this is my. I have viewed. I have uh, done some more apps. So watch this one. If you download Scoot and Doodle and you start, you can go ahead and draw within the. Um, they give you a challenge every day. It's kind of cute, and then you can just go ahead, and you can draw in there but if you guys had if you had that installed you could also go ahead and draw with me and allison and i actually made a drawing for kurt for his 40th birthday kurt rees our other host and it's it's pretty funny and so you've got a challenge you can go to you've got stamps you can use so there's some free stamps and then oh, you can cool. go ahead and stamp them we made a picture of Kurt on the beach because that's where he was. And this is how you do that. You know, you can make him larger or whatever. And that's what we did then. So you can sit there and trash it out. But that one is Scoot and Doodle. That's one we talked about. And then um, there's also a SlideShare one. Hmm. And then here's the YouTube one. And then Symphonical is also just like a digital white. Oops, it's going to come out of there now. Oh, see, I, I think everything is being kind of wonky because it's it's going through and... I really do think that we jumped in right as they updated something because I've been getting a couple of update banners like update this plugin for Google Hangouts. So 
I it's think. been pretty interesting. But so anyway, those are some of the, the ones, the scoot and doodle. And then um, the symphonical I have in front of me now, it says organize your tasks on a whiteboard, perfect for teamwork. So symphonical is just another one that kind of goes with the professional development model that EdTech Lori was talking about. Very cool. Yeah, so it's interesting. I have added some, but not not as much as I probably should have, I guess. In a lot of ways, we've talked about some of the, the real basic functionality of Google Hangouts here, right? It's that shared video and audio space. There's a lot of just kind of built-in tools to help you clearly label who you are, to share a work document of one type or another. There seemed to be, like, I was looking through the apps, there's something called, like, story time, a story for before bed for uh, Google Hangout. And I could imagine, like, sit, like I don't know what that's for, but it's pretty easy to imagine that it's a shared space where if you were reading someone a story over Google Hangout, you could show them parts of it there or something. Um, you know, it seems like there's a lot of potential for this, especially in that um, just the flexibility. This is a video recording tool that lives on online, auto-encodes video, auto-saves it, and just loads it into your YouTube channel, if nothing else. I mean, even if you don't know how the embed feature works, you can create this and it's stored in your YouTube channel. So if I'm a teacher and I'm asking students to do group work and then turn it in, you know, I can get some evidence of it if they send me their Google Hangout video. Right, that, and that's a really good thing to bring up because, yeah, we've had a little fun with you know the faces and the lower thirds and showing screen share and all that kind of stuff. But if you're interested in just getting a few people together, having a conversation and saving it, guys, what I mean, was it five clicks to make that happen? Probably, right from start to finish. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's amazing. And so you know, you don't have to be a YouTube master. Or a, you know, Google Plus master to be able to do this, just like Sam said. You come in, you start a hangout, you get the people in there that you want, and that's basically knowing either that they're in your circles or knowing their email address, and it just kind of all comes together, and it's it's a really cool deal. So, um, you know, we have showed a little bit of the extra stuff that goes along with it, um, but at the same time, you can get by doing a full Google Hangout with, you know, almost no expertise required at all. Uh, and that's what's so cool about it. Um, anything last minute, guys, about Google Hangouts that you want to share I do. before we sign off? Here, I do. <laughs> I'm going to say um, that what I did, what I thought was kind of interesting, and I, I know I've been talking about EdCamp Starbucks a little bit, shamelessly promoting the Starbucks empire and probably urging millions of people to buy more coffee. But what I, I was... Uh, Glad to know that somebody was listening and they actually took me up on my offer and said, hey, can you hang out with us at 1130? I've got two teachers here that are new to Twitter. Can you just show them around? And so I just screen shared with them and showed them around. And I actually did that as a hangout on air so that if anybody's interested, I haven't looked at it, but it's just up there so that if anybody's interested just to see me kind of go through it. 15 to 20 minute Twitter lesson for beginners on how to get started in Lurk when you're going through that. That's exactly what we did. And I, I still take anybody up on that offer. If there's anybody that has teachers that would like to um, know a little bit more about Twitter or just apps in general, um, just shout at me on Twitter at iPad Sammy. And if I've got some time, I'll 
I'll talk with you for 10 or 15 minutes. I think it's great to talk to more people and try and get people into the, I know that Jeff's smiling because he's, we're big people on trying to get people to Twitter. I think that that's mm -hmm. one of the most important things for teachers to do. Sam as well. I mean, I mean, I know that Jeff, Jeff made his video though. So that's why I said Jeff, but Sam feels the same way. I know he does. Yeah. And he wants to get all puppets over to Twitter as well. Yeah, that's right. As soon as those terms and conditions allow inanimate objects to be on Twitter, man, Sam. Let's just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not safe for work is just around that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. That's funny. Yeah, well, well, that's a really great idea that you have about EdCamp Starbucks. Um, you know, I, I think it's awesome. Definitely people should take advantage of it. Um, you know, I've actually seen it tweeted out a couple of times with a hashtag that was like totally random. Like, oh man, no way, John Samuelson started that up. That's so cool. <laughs> um, but it, it's really cool. And I, I, I am a big proponent of getting people onto Twitter because I've seen the power behind it and what you can really do with the information on there. So, um, you know, definitely a good, good thing to bring up. Sam, anything from you that you want to bring up? Just in general, yeah, yeah, well, just in general, <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, a big week for Petui, we actually have a website together, so we're excited about that, um, and that's important because we have no idea what we're talking about this week, so, you know, <laughs> it's, it's really important to look good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What's new with, uh, Techlandia coming up here, John? Um, on Techlandia, we just uploaded, uh, the new episode, it was episode 20, and we talked about a bunch of cool things about apps and people to add to Twitter. I think we're going to actually, I'm going to be at EdCamp Waller, so we're going to take next week off, but I do have an interview with um, Brad Wilson, who did Write About This, who a teacher who invented an app, Write About This, and I think I'm going to upload that one tomorrow, actually, so we'll have a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm very tempted to take the the Google Hangout idea and just stay at Ed Camp Waller and find, pull three more random people in and do another podcast really quickly. But in a week, we're going to do a, we're going to, this'll be, this'll be a funny one for me. We're going to do it. We're going to get a bunch more people and we're going to have a bunch of administrators and principals on. And so it's oh. going to be the administrators show and we're going to have a cool. bunch of good people. And so that one is, that one will be interesting. I'll have to, Kurt Reese is going to go ahead and moderate that one. And I'm going to just sit there and kind of, bite my tongue because I, I like administrators about this much, but there are some good administrators out there and we're going to get them on Techlandia. Very cool. Well, Both of them. Listen to that. <laughs> we're going to get all two of them. Me and Kurt, right? Please come on. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. You got to get it. Yeah. You guys definitely have to come on there at some point. Yeah. Sam only, Sam's only hijacked a show, but we have to get him on in an official capacity. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, at Instructional Tech Talk this week, uh, we've had a lot of fun working with Skype in the Classroom. They were on the show this past week uh, talking about ways to use Skype and comical that we're doing a Google Hangout show right now talking about <laughs> Skype. Um, but they have a lot of great resources to connect teachers with each other using Skype in the Classroom and being able to do mystery Skypes and um, just a lot of collaboration between classrooms across the world. And we had a lot of fun talking about what those opportunities are and how to get involved using them. So um, definitely check out the episode of the uh, Instructional Tech Talk podcast. You can find it over at instructionaltechtalk.com. And yeah, just excited to keep sharing out posts and all that good stuff. 
Um, where, where can we find Techlandia and Patui? I know you have a new website, Sam, but... Um, Patui, yeah, Patui, we are at patui.org. Um, you can also find us at mypaperlessclassroom.org. Great. What about you, John? Well, I'm really actually thinking, I've been thinking a lot, and we're going to take iPadSammy.com and redo it so that we can get Techlandia episodes up there. We have the official Techlandia page, but old Sammy hasn't worked on it for a couple months. So I'm going to sit down this week and get it to be legit. We've changed around. We have our Learnist boards. But really, if you just type in Techlandia on Learnist, you can see all 20. We have all 20 episodes all linked up. Right I was going to say, you need a website with a Learnist plugin, man, because <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You guys are working that Learnist board. And I think it's a great. I think it's a great website. And is um, that all, Allison? No, you know that it was um, Allison did this last one, but uh, we it's great because you can just go Kurt Allison collaborate, and we can all edit each other's um, ideas then. So Allison nice. did this one, but then uh, I changed the title of it since I am the. Uh, official official host of the show <laughs> so I, guess, <laughs> I guess i took she always types in something funny and I, I like to keep the uh, learnist boards the description the same so i just copy and paste and she was typing in something about starbucks and justin timberlake i'm like uh-uh Psh, i changed it so it's learnist is really a great site i think it's worth a checkout but if you type in techlandia it's a kurt's made a few i've made a few and allison's all made a few it's good because we can just go you do it this week and if anybody has anybody else, any links else to add, they can just add them right in. Very cool. Well, that's a great way to do it. Uh, as we close out, just one more thank you to Rochelle Wooten and Lori Roberts for interacting with us on Twitter tonight yeah, as thanks. the show went on. Um, always appreciate the extra comments, feedback, and questions as we go through. Uh, if you joined us late, I saw a few people have joined in, you know, halfway through, partially through. Uh, just want to remind you some of the ways you can interact with us throughout the week and watch us live every week. We record our episodes live on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can find us on teachercast.tv usually. Uh, we're not there this week because Jeff Bradbury is out. Um, but most of the time, we will be recording live at teachercast.tv uh, or you can find back episodes at techeducatorpodcast.com. You can also find our voicemail if you want to call into the show leave a message with something cool that you're using in your classroom using edtech uh just techeducatorpodcast.com slash voicemail you can always leave us feedback through our email account feedback at tech educator podcast our twitter handle is at tech ed show and our hashtag is tech educator lots of ways to get in touch with us if you remember at least one and use it that would be awesome um <laughs> anything else for the good of the cause here tonight is this the no. teach like a pirate chat <laughs> no that that starts in about an hour you're just oh a little sorry <laughs> t-lap hashtag t-lap right <laughs> yeah that's it that's it how did, how did the whole teach like a pirate thing did i miss something with that how did the whole teach like a pirate thing is it a book what is it it's a book it's is it book. okay it's, it's dave burgess's book okay okay i didn't i did i i, I keep seeing the teach like a pirate i was always like what <laughs> Wait, that's how oh, pirates are kind of horrible people. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I come to think of it, I have kind of taught like uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, and uh, I do keep the bottle of Jack Daniels in the uh, file cabinet in the secret compartment. So, <laughs> still alive, still yeah. alive. Oh, still oh, we're still alive. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Wait. All anyway. right. 
Well, we'll sign out for tonight. It was great talking with you guys again this Likewise. week. And uh, we will see everyone again next Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Until then, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.